You have entered the plumbing business success zone, teaching entrepreneurs the business of plumbing. This is Potty Talk Live, recorded live on Facebook every week. Type five in the comments to subscribe to the show. And now your host, Richard Bainey, the million dollar plumber. Hey, 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 plumbing bros. Hey, welcome to the 158th episode of Potty Talk Live. That's right. All right, hey, we got a special Power Tools Edition, all right, tonight here. Hey, we got a cool guest who's going to be with us here. You're going to, not, you're going to want to miss this one. You want to check this one out. Hey, you ever have trouble hiring? You ever, never. You know, we never, never, never had never one had single trouble. issue. Like always had. It was easy. It was, it's a breeze. It was it's breezy yeah. to hire, right? Got guys uh, lining up, lining up. Right. <laughs> yeah. And is that the case? Not so much. Hey, we hear it all the time. And I know, have you bought into the lie that you just can't find a good guy? You know, good plumbers. But that, that is a lie, by the way. Okay. The problem is, is we always wait until the last second. Isn't sure that right? Not. Lovely Laura's in the house here. Hey, baby. Hey, how you doing? Doing great. Hopefully, everything's going to work tonight. We've got some weird, weird, weird things stuff? with our new stuff, but that's are, all are right. Like, uh, yeah, is there ghosts in the machine here? Um, What's something gremlins. going on? All right, all right. Well, it's going to be fun. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Hey, Chuck. Welcome. Glad you're here. Yeah. All right. Good to see you, man. Mm -hmm. All right. So, hey. This whole thing about hiring, okay? It's one, okay. one of the big issues, okay? But we're going okay. to have a specialist in here. Look, we when we talk about this, you're always hiring, creating mm -hmm. a culture of hiring or always recruiting. Always okay? recruiting. That's better. Always, that's a better way. I get a better way to put it. Always mm -hmm. recruiting. You always mm -hmm. want to be recruiting. Just like you're always looking for customers, mm -hmm. you always want to be recruiting. So how can we do that? All right? We got, the, we got the solution here for you. We got the expert here, and a solution will be on in here shortly here. Yeah. Hey, <clears> hey <throat> reminder. Yes. All right? Hey, it's mm -hmm. got a type five. Five to subscribe. Five to subscribe to Potty Talk Live so you never miss an episode of Potty Talk Live. Mm -hmm. Or what? I'm Lance. And I'm Kelly. And we own Aspen Mountain Plumbing in Rock Springs, Wyoming. And we watch Potty Talk Live every night. Because if you don't, you're, you're gonna, gonna die. die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, your head will be hanging on there. <laughs> on the, love, on the dead love those plumbing Wyoming. business hall of, wall of shame. <laughs> That's Lance and Kelly. All right. Lance and Kelly Ball. And the boys of, there. I wonder. Rock Springs, Wyoming. Rock Springs, God's Wyoming. Country. That is God's country. It's beautiful out there. Mm -hmm. All right. We, we stayed overnight one time in Rock we Springs did. right there. Didn't even stop on, on by and way, say hi to them. We didn't stop right. On the way up to Jackson Hole, mm -hmm. all right. Hey, that's a whole other story. But I wonder if they have their their hands full. Hey, are we gonna have a picture, we have a picture of the <laughs> boys, boys there? Three boys. Uh -huh. You think they have their hands full? And a business. All and right, and they're a plumbing uh, power couple. Mm -hmm. All right, they're getting it done. All they right. So hey, there's no excuses for the rest of us. Mm -hmm. Just take a look at them. All right, mm -hmm. that was cool. That was very Love cool. Looks wrong, right. wrong, wrong. There we go. Okay, what we Five have? Five to subscribe. Five to subscribe. Never there we go. Is that, was, that, was that one of the ghosts in the machine there yes. that was kind of messing with things? Is it gonna be one of those? nights i feel good here we got mm -hmm. the windows open i don't know if you hear yeah you know we, we have the studio here in our in our home and and uh and so it's just been nice here it's a beautiful day and so we open up the windows the birds are singing out there you know mm -hmm. the service they, they mowed the lawn and stuff today and all that so it just has the smell of you know freshly cut grass freshly cut okay i got grass. a little bit of spring fever here I always have right. spring hey, fever. Hey, but I got mm -hmm. some for spring fever. Celebrate spring fever. Okay. Okay. What you got? Before we get, we'll get on here, but I got mm -hmm. something for you. You know, if you're looking to uh, win your plumbing business game, mm -hmm. all right, I got something here for you. Check this out. Okay. Hey, plumbing pro. 
Are you struggling to win with your plumbing business? My Million Dollar Plumber Playbook, How to Win the Plumbing Business Game. It details all the right moves you gotta make to be a successful plumbing entrepreneur and ultimately a plumbing business champion. In this free 10 video e-course, I share with you my game-winning strategies it took me from one truck rookie to multi-truck, multi-million dollar plumbing business hall of famer. Click the link below and grab your free playbook e-course now and get your game on. That's right. Get your game on with my free playbook where you'll learn all the right moves for you to have a successful plumbing business. All right. If you're just simply type free in the comments, F-R-E-E. -E or go to www.freeplaybooknow.com <laughs> to get your free right playbook one. now. Okay. All right. Hey, is All our right. special guest in? Well, we're going we... to see what's going to happen okay. here. Let's, we'll, br uh, let's bring him on. We'll just gremlins. play it by ear. We got gremlins happening. Gremlins. We have uh, Mr. Ryan Kohler, founder and president yeah. of Applicant Pro. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing great, doing man. Great. You're looking good. Yeah. Looking sharp, man. Yeah. Well, welcome, welcome to the show. All right, well, thank so, you guys so much for having me. All right, man. Hey, so you heard us talking here in the pre-show. We we're talking about it, you know. And one of the big concerns out there, um, you know, with with the guys, you know, the companies, I just can't find, I just can't find good help. I can't find good plumbers. Okay, that's just. And of course, we always wait. I did it, you know, mm -hmm. Ryan. I'm gonna admit, you know, we, we talked and you, and you know, I did it back in the day. I waited to the last second until I needed somebody. I needed that plumber. Okay, and then I went looking for him. Okay, but but that doesn't work. So we now we talk about always being in a constant state of recruiting, just like we're always looking recruiting new customers. We always want to be in a state of recruiting, all right, new plumbers. But um, it it can be you know for us guys when we're starting out, and you know even for big larger companies. But being a you know a couple guys, you know one truck, two truck, three trucks, you know having the time to always be hiring, recruiting that kind of thing. I love what you've put together here, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of leave it over to you. To get us started and tell us about the easy solution. I wish I would have known known you yeah, back in no the day, man. You know, well, so I tend to be a I tend to be a metaphor guy, right? So I like to find comparables. So I, I really like your comparison there to uh, to uh, uh, generating customers is a great way to think about. It. I mean, just think about how outrageous it would be if somebody said, you know, we only turn on our website when we need customers, and mm -hmm. we disable the website and walk away when we don't. Um, you would never find a business owner who's like, I have enough customers, we're good, like, stop, you know, stop sending us leads. Right. You would right. never, ever, ever do that. <laughs> right. Um, in the same way, look at your hard, you know, kind of your core equipment of running your plumbing company. Think about your van or your truck, right? And you're like, look, we're only going to maintain it when we're busy, but when we're not busy, we don't even think about it. Right. And we just hope the engine starts when it's time to go out and use it again. Like, you, you would never do that, that, like, this up and down cycle that you would go through it would doesn't be work. just right. extremely frustrating. I mean, you could work, but you'd basically be band-aiding everything all the time. You'd constantly be, I, I actually grew up on a farm, and so that's actually what we do. It seems like you're always stopping what you want to do to go fix stuff. And so you can never get anything done consistently because something's always busted, and you start up in the spring, and you're like, great, all of our stuff is broken. we got to start over again here. And so... You know, it makes sense. Usually what happens from a business standpoint is we put out fires. So we spend all day long putting out fires, and there's some fires that you kind of let burn. Oh, my. There we go. Problem. 
All right, we're breaking right. up there a little bit. Are we, are we there? Right. There we go. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah, we, we just, we try to put out the fires or, or it's kind of that greasy, what is it? Greasy wheel gets, the, or the squeaky wheel gets squeaky the grease. Wheel. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? Which is great if it's an ancillary part of your business, if it's something that doesn't matter. But in the same way that your van matters and lead flow matters, your talent is the engine that makes this business go. Mm -hmm. And waiting right. until you need it, until it's squeaking loud, causes us not just like frustration because we can't find good people. It also means we end up hiring bad people. Exactly. We end up picking yeah. whatever's available at the time. The warm body. And <laughs> yeah, the yeah. warm body. And then we're surprised that it doesn't work. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, as much, I've got some, I've got clients all over in all different industries. And one of them calls it like pre-hiring. They're like, look, we always have this ad and we're always pre-hiring, pre say, bank tellers because we know at some point we're going to need one. And so we want to kind of warm these people up. Um, if you have the money for it and the cash flow, then you're like, you're pre-hiring for some of your positions. Maybe we don't need somebody yet. It's not a blazing inferno. But the right. fact that it's hard to fill one of these positions means we need to be more proactive with saying we're leading in to our hiring process so that it's not a fire alarm or a fire drill. Exactly. Um, and so and that that's really it, right? You know, um, so, so it's getting the guys to think about that. So it's the process. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I start, you know, Ryan, this is where, where I come from. So I get it, you know, still in the truck or just on this kind of stuff. And, and we're actually even feeling, you know, we're lucky, you know, that we feel like we just have enough work for this week. And then what if there's no work next week? So we get, we get caught in this, this mm -hmm. way of thinking and it also gets comfortable. I got enough work for the guys I have. And we think, well, this is a good crew. This is, this is where we always get hit, you know. Well, these guys are good guys. They're, they're never going to leave me. You know, this is going to work out. You know, but one, you know, decides that he wants to move to, you know, South America. And, and another one just disappears. And, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of all of a sudden it just one's falls One's in apart. jail. Yeah, one's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know. And so We've all of a sudden I, I need We've somebody. And then we, I hear all the time. This is, you know, and I'll say it because I come. This is where I come from. It's, it's an excuse, you know that there just aren't any good guys out there. Well, no, not right when you're looking for one. You, you want someone right now, mm -hmm. you know? And, I, and so I like what, um, you know, the process of the, you know, what, what you have in place there that allows us to be able to reach everybody. Right. So. Yeah, you know, there's actually kind of two pieces for it. And clearly like, so from my world, I'm in, I'm in tech world, which is very different than running a plumbing company, but the pressures mm -hmm. to grow for us is crazy. Like there is constant pressure to grow. And one of the biggest analogies that I like, and this is just a mindset shift, is kind of the, are you playing not to lose or are you playing to win? Yeah. Mm, and and that causes you to shift suddenly when you say, wait a minute, we're playing to win, mm -hmm. which means we're going to have to pre-hire, we're going to have to be overstaffed. And so instead of trying to solve the problem of maintaining a low enough staff level based on the job demand, you instead reverse it and say, I'm going to have to go out and hunt more work. Mm -hmm. It's much easier for you to hunt more work to fill these these people with work than it is for you to suddenly get slammed with work and not be able to find somebody. Mm -hmm. And I know you Amen. do a, a ton of work and a ton of help and, and knowledge consulting around this. I bet you would agree. It's way easier to find some more customers than it is mm -hmm. to to find another worker. And right. so, but that requires a mindset change where you're saying what I need is to have an amazing team, and a, we'll call this a talent engine. We have the ability to attract, to pick, and to keep these this group of people together who are awesome, 
now let's go hunt for work or let's find ways to optimize our revenue per customer or revenue per visit or those types of things. But because that is an easier headache to solve. There's mm -hmm. so much you can do around those things. Um, but that really requires a change of focus of this. We're playing to win. And, and what it takes to win is a winning team and a winning talent group. That is the core asset you want to build. If I have a winning team, if I have a group of people that are awesome, if I have a, a offering or if the experience of working for me is better than the experience of working for anybody else, then I'm going to attract people who are going to beg to work for me. Um, and that, that's actually, I think there's, there's a lot of stuff that's like in the, in the customer service world around saying, if we focus on taking care of our employees, then they'll take care of our customers. And, and if they take care of our customers, then the customers will take care of getting us new customers. But that mm -hmm. really is from our standpoint where we look at it. Now, a lot of feedback I know, and I'll kind of trumpet here, a lot of feedback's going to be, well, we're small. We, mm -hmm. we, we aren't a big giant company. We don't right. have those kind of resources. You know, we're, we're a nobody. We don't have the same power. That sounds awesome, but we don't have that same piece. And that tends to be a, a lot of the mindset. We're David, and these other guys are Goliath. Right. Um, if you actually dig into that story, and there's a book, David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter whether you're a Bible scholar or not, but he's a phenomenal book, and effectively yep. – he followed almost kind of these, some of the stoic philosophy of looking at it saying, you know, David actually had the advantage because he changed the playing field. He didn't accept the fight that was there. And yes. so for me, I look at it the same way of saying, look, I'm a small guy too. I, I'm competing against people who are, who are traded on NASDAQ, who have taken hundreds of millions of dollars of venture funding. And I've built a company out of my pocket right. with nothing. And most of that came by saying, look, I'm going to pick what's different about me. I'm going to pick the things that I can do that these bigger companies can't. I, I can, you know, as a CEO, I can talk to customers, but a big company CEO would never talk to a customer. Ryan, he doesn't I got, understand. I, yeah. I got to stop. Just got. I want me to jump in here, but guys, I want you, Ryan. If you hear, okay. no, if you hear nothing else from Ryan here, that was just a huge nugget of gold. If we don't want to get into hiring. I just love, that's what, that's why we're talking. That's why I love talking with you, Ryan. Just the, understand the mind shift there. Uh, of how you can change the playing field as a little guy, the opportunity. You know, Ryan, that's the things I try to get, get my guys to see. In fact, in, in our coaching and our training and that kind of stuff, you know, half our time will be spent on how we're thinking up here because that's where the game is won. Because if you can get that, if you can get that yeah. mind shift, you, can, you, you, you literally, even as a little guy, can be at, uh, have an extreme advantage. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it, but it's just thinking yeah. differently up here. It's mind you know? I yeah, love if, that. if you really look at it that way, it, it's this this concept that every blessing has a curse and every curse has a blessing. Right. You just have to be willing to look at it. So when you give me the list of our bigger competitors have X, Y, and Z, if I force myself to, I could actually give you why each of those things is a weakness. Yes. They're bigger. That makes them slow. That makes them uh, unable to change. It means they have red tape. I'm small, but that means I'm agile. I, I can right. move around. I can I can shift our I can shift our offering on the fly it means as a business owner, I actually hear my customers and the business, the CEOs of those big companies are looking at a spreadsheet. They, yes. they don't understand the pain of the customer. They, they, they haven't talked to a customer in years. And <laughs> right. so that, that is really, if you flip those around, that's really what it takes is it says, look, we're going to instead focus on what we have leverage on. And usually that's going to come down to, we can treat our employees like people 
we can we can give them opportunities to grow and to engage with a business owner or potentially even become entrepreneurs on their own. Mm-hmm. We can treat these people like real people instead of treating them like a number. And it goes the same for the customer. That is usually, if you look at any disruptive business in an entrenched field, you will usually find that the way they disrupted it was through superior customer knowledge. It always comes down to they knew the customer better and they made the customer feel like somebody cared about them. Right. Almost every single time Uber looked at it and said the taxi experience sucks. It's a terrible experience. We will provide a different experience. Airbnb, all of these guys really, they dug in and said, we will know our customers better than anybody. And so we will then be able to hear what they say. And when you do that, then you create strong relationship bonds. And that's where that's where referrals come from. Referrals come from strong relationship bonds with your customer that they feel like you care. And employees are no different. You know, strong employees come from strong relationships with these people. You know them personally. You understand their plight. When something happens to them, you support them. Bigger companies would not do those kind of things. Right. They would have policies against those kind of things. You get flexibility instead of pay. People love flexibility. You, you give all these things that are different. And that's the number one thing. If you're going to do that strategy, then that means you have to quit copying everybody else in the space. All right. It's let's good stop. to understand. But let's yeah. stop right or sure. repeat that another nugget yeah. of gold there guys we even got to the hiring stuff or how i can recruit the first yeah. stop yeah. copying we talk about it. stop copying looking at well i'm not the big guy or this is the way i gotta do it or i gotta use these prices or i gotta stop copying the other guys i mean yeah, that's if, a beautiful because nugget if, you of gold tell me, if you say i don't have the tools take david go back to david and goliath huh. i don't have a sword i don't have a shield well, if I then copy everything else Goliath did, it's not going to work. So if you're going to say, I don't have the things that these guys have, I don't have the funding, I don't have the brand recognition, I don't have X, Y, and Z, then that also means you can't copy their tactics because those tactics work for them because they have those things. Mm-hmm. So instead, you walk over on the other side and you say, well, what do I have? I have superior customer knowledge. I have superior customer access. I have, I have guys we work as a family and a team. I have these types of things. Great, then what are the tactics that work on that? What that means is you do want to copy somebody. You just don't want to copy big, giant companies. You instead go look outside of the plumbing space and say, well, where else is a smaller competitor winning against bigger entrenched competitors? And what were their tactics? And how can we steal their tactics and switch them into plumbing? And so when you steal their tactics, the marketing of hiring of those kind of things, then suddenly those start working because they work with your strengths. But if you steal tactics that you don't have strengths on, like David could have stolen like the training of Goliath, but he couldn't even pick up his sword. Right. He couldn't, he wear, the, he couldn't even wear the armor. He couldn't wear the armor. He, could, he couldn't move. Mm-hmm. He wasn't used to moving with it. Yep. You know. I, I think the benefit of working with you and being in a group like, like your group that you have and being in those things is that's scary because what you're actually doing is saying, now I'm going to be acting different than the big guys in the space. I'm going to be standing out on the edge of the cliff by myself. Right. Well, here we have, we have Thais who says, uh, Thais, I'm sorry, Thais. Um, the law, and, here's, and here, here's, here's how it usually works here, okay? And Thais, you've got to look at it differently here. Thais is saying the law here allows one apprentice per licensed plumber. There's a shortage on licensed plumbers. I'm stuck. Well, no, there's licensed plumbers working in other companies who may be unhappy in that environment. And we need to reach them and let them know that the type of environment, they may be more attracted to your environment. 
okay, to, to who you, your small, just what we're talking about. Okay, we're not going to assume that just because they may be working in this other big company that they're happy there. That, that's, that's the lie. And right. So, and, and really that comes down to the concept is that all people are the same. All plumbers <laughs> want the same thing from work. Right. All plumbers want the same thing from a job. All plumbers want these things. And so instead, if you really look at that and say, well, that, that's not really true. All entrepreneurs don't want the same thing. Right. All, all people don't want the same thing. It, it gets outside of plumbing, though. It gets into uh, going back to it. Do you really understand your employees that work for you and why they like working for you? Because what we want to do is we want to find employees who want what I have. So that flexibility, it might be, and, and it will be, the way to get to it is to go talk to those plumbers or go read the Glassdoor and Indeed reviews at the big companies and listen to all the things that people are griping about. Mm -hmm. So maybe they're griping about red tape. Maybe they're griping about their manager. Maybe they're griping about the, whatever it is. Just go get all the gripes and figure out what could you do where that gripe would go away and amplify that. Amplify what people hate. So like in our space, uh, programmers get worked into the ground. Mm -hmm. And so we go, well, well, if we controlled it and said you're not going to work more than 40 hours a week, we're different. We say we're going to work from home and there's not going to be crazy pressure. We're going to have something different or, you know, or we're going to allow. Okay. Well, Ryan, you know how we, we attracted it. Here's the thing. This is the big thing in our industry on call. We got to work 24 seven and we get into conference, you know, even within our, you know, within our private coaching groups, you know, the masterminds and others, you got, you got to be on call. It got to be on 24 seven. You got to be every guy hates on call. Most every plumber hates working on call and if you're on calls being where I got to take the you know I'm on the call you know I'm taking evenings all this week so you know I'm at my, my, my son's ball game and I got I got to go repair a toilet you know at 730 I get called out to that or I'm working all weekend working on the holidays that kind of thing we grew like we attracted everybody when I went to no on call I just went on no on call did I maybe miss some dollars yeah I mean I didn't pick up some dollars um, it really didn't affect my business but I had everyone wanted to work for attaboy plumbing because we didn't do on call. I had guys crying in my office, Ryan, crying, grown men with tats that look like I wouldn't want to be, a, you know, I wouldn't want to tick them off, break down in tears mm -hmm. because they didn't have to do on call anymore. That was different than the big companies. And I remember being in the meetings, guys, and I'm talking to my guys and gals out there um, that, you know, with the, you know, PHCC meetings and that kind of stuff. And they would find out, how, how, you, how are you surviving without doing on call? How are you surviving? I was surviving great, and I was getting their guys. They were wanting to come work for Attaboy Plumbing. So it's that thing. Yeah, and what, you know what? So, so let's dig in on that one really specifically because it goes into the same thing of what, what we see happen, and this is across other industries too, is they say a job as a plumber requires to be on call. And we say there's only one job. That one job requires all these things. It requires day work and on-call work. And our fear is we won't get anybody who's willing to work be on call if we don't force everybody to be on call. But you could easily take that job and cut it in half and say we have our day, daytime plumbers and we don't require on-call and we still all these people. And you take just the on-call ones and say, cool, we're gonna hire somebody to do on-call and we're gonna pay them more money to do that job. It's right. the same thing you do with swing shift. It's the same thing you do with grade, graveyard. It's the same thing you do, housekeeping's no different in hotels. They say the same thing. They say, we have a shortage of housekeepers. And you say, well, you're making yeah. them all work weekends. And they say, well, that's because if we don't, nobody will work weekends. But if you actually cut the job in half and you had daytime housekeepers and weekend housekeepers, and then jack up the pay on the weekend ones, suddenly you find people who would be willing to do that for the extra money. Right. But they're choosing that job and saying, look, I'll do on-call plumbing because during the day I work at Home Depot or during the day I do something else 
and I want to make some extra money to go on vacation, to buy a new house, yes. blah, 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 blah. But the key is the motivation is different. Right. Now you've got a job for daytime plumbing where their motivation is being home with their family because they have kids, they want to go to games, they want to do whatever. And your on-call plumbers have a different motivation. They're like, I want to make a ton of cash and I don't have a life. And by segmenting those into two different groups, we can now write job ads that attract those specific people because they're very specific advertisements we're running that attract a different persona, a different type of person in the same way that you wouldn't try to use the same ad to target somebody who's doing a new home plumbing versus somebody who has a, a, clogged toilet, a clogged toilet, you have different marketing messages for those because their pain is different. Right. Well, again, hiring is just marketing. That's all this is, is just yep. marketing, which starts with understanding the target person and then knowing their pains and writing content or making an offer that is compelling to their pains. And somebody wants to make extra money, it's compelling to pick up those extra shifts but that's different than somebody who's a family man who has kids in soccer and wants to be home in the evenings. Right. And so by breaking that job in half and making two jobs, you now have two jobs that are insanely compelling to the target you're after. But exactly. big companies won't do that. And most of this is status quo and fear. Yes. They're afraid of what will happen if they can't figure it out. But embrace that fear already and go solve the other side of the equation because it's actually easier to solve when you have super happy employees who love doing their job because it fits their livelihood. Nobody's going to dare do, like you said, people are coming to be saying, how do you survive by doing it this way? I survive because I'm the only one doing it this way mm -hmm. yeah. because nobody else has the guts to do it. The even benefit the benefit of being small. Oh, go ahead. Well, even so, even to the day after we, we sold, we finally we sold you know, our plumbing business. You know that, and we, we sold, and even right. up to we, we we were we were with a group of people on a trip mm -hmm. of other plumbing business owners from our from our area, and they brought up that kind. Of, how do you, how do you how do you work without being doing after hours on call mm -hmm. you know emergency work? You know, they just were, they were dumbfounded by it. These mm -hmm. were deep, good sized companies, in, companies in our area. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so guys, it's just thinking outside out the box and. It's just what we talked about here. And I, I know there's more, there's a whole lot more there. But let me get to, Ryan, how do I, so I, I don't have the time. I don't know how to write. How, how, how can I reach these people? How can I get, so what, what, Applicant Pro, what does Applicant Pro do for me? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think sometimes it's, sometimes as a small business owner, what we try to do is we take these ancillary pieces of the job and we try to just do it ourselves. We're basically trying to duct tape it together. Mm -hmm. And so you might do your own bookkeeping. Heaven forbid you don't do your own taxes, right? Like you, you try to take on some of these things that you're trying to do on your own because it seems outrageous to pay somebody to do it. Right. Um, but generally speaking, professionals earn their keep because of what they do. And hiring isn't something you do once a year like taxes. This is like a fundamental core thing to your business. And so what we found is that small businesses try to do it on their own, which leads them to copying their bigger competitors. And nobody's validated that what they're doing even works. Right. Like you, nobody's ever called up your competitor and be like, Hey, I'm about ready to copy your job ad. Can you tell <laughs> right. me if you're getting applicants or not? <laughs> How's that working right. for you? Assume that is working first. Mm -hmm. And so we copy a failed process. Yep. And so for us on our side, we've looked at it and said, look, hiring is marketing. And if that's the case, then job ads are, are marketing pieces and sourcing all this stuff is about marketing. But unfortunately, if you have an HR person, they are not marketers. And, no. and most likely you're so small, you don't have it. You might not even be a marketer or understand the ins and outs. And so it's much cheaper to just come to us and say, look, 
show us the plan. We'll do the administrative, like we'll still have you do the administrative side of it, posting a job and, and checking the boxes and, and facilitating our methodology. But you should use our methodology instead of trying to guess at it. And, and so that's really kind of what sets us apart is saying we have a specific methodology for hiring. It's about understanding your target market and writing really good job ads. It's about using sources that work, which clearly includes job boards, but it also includes employee referrals and, and Facebook and social media and Craigslist and all, all kinds of anything that works where we're just driving a bunch in the top of the funnel. And like you said, and recruiting all the time, like mm -hmm. leaving those jobs out there and, and refreshing them because you can't just leave the same stale job out there all the time. Right. It's like you have to, you have to adjust the ad. So again, we, we help write the ads. We help provide the framework. So pretty much any admin person can allocate, you know, five or five hours a week at the most. Usually it's even five hours a month to facilitating this recruiting engine so that it stays churning so that then we have this group of people that were like, look, this sound, this sounds like a great guy. We should go find a spot to stick him or her right. because mm -hmm. I don't know that that person comes along. Now, Let's go solve the problem of being overstaffed. Right, and, and Ryan, and this happens. So why don't we push? We we talk about this all the time about being uh, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. What happens in, in our industry? And it happens to all industries. I speak with with the plumbing's, especially plumbing. You know, uh, you know, smaller plumbing companies. We get comfortable with just having enough work and enough people, and we just. And if you're doing that, you're coasting. And if you're coasting, you're coasting downhill, which means you're busy dying. That's the phrase I use, you're busy dying, <laughs> okay? And then sadly, that's why 95%, one of the major reasons 95% of all plumbing businesses fail, okay? And, and, and then of the 5%, 97% of those just live week to week. And that's where a lot of us were, you know, and are, okay? All right? But it, yeah. but it doesn't, have, doesn't have to be that way. So, mm -hmm. um, you know. Well, what happens too over is. Here, let, me just, let me just compound on that. Mm -hmm. Right, I mean that's that's plain not to lose. Yes, right. I'm plain not to lose, which means I keep my staffing level at the bare minimum, mm -hmm. which means my employees are tired, which means we don't have the time to really treat customers well, right. which harms our reputation, mm -hmm. which harms our lead flow. But then we go out and we have to spend money on lead flow instead of allowing organic um, goodwill to or karma or whatever you want to call it. Instead right. of doing it the right way, which was we're going to play to win, we're going to create an amazing employee experience. We're going to get those employees to create an amazing customer experience. We're going to create some, hopefully, facilitation for referrals. And we're going to build this engine of, of goodwill or good karma that's going to come in and influence our business. But that yeah. does require proactively playing to win. Right. And there's something amazing. I know that's where I was you know, going with that because this is the point you're making. I, I, I lost count of the, of the guys that would wind up coming from another shop that was the third or fourth guy in a big shop that just wasn't feeling like he was getting the opportunity. And so he brings all this, and I'm really not ready to hire that guy, but I know this, I got to get this guy. And so I just bring him on. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how the work showed up. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you just because mm -hmm. then now you are doing you're doing a little bit more marketing. You spend a little bit more marketing spend just to make sure it happens. And you have a good guy who's actually turning jobs. You know, we talk about you know he's not just walking through jobs. He's making work happen, and then it brings the you know, rest of your team up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just amazing. It just it's amazing how that happens. Mm -hmm. You know, but you got to play to yeah, win. Think, you know, right? I think it's a, a you play to win, and b the concept that you're ever going to get to the point where it's all humming. In, in manufacturing, it's, yeah, in, in manufacturing, it's called managing against the constraint, right? Yeah, you identify right. what is the constraint by organization today. And when you solve it, every success will create a new deficit somewhere else. And so then you, so you, you hire this guy 
Right. And that says, cool, recruiting's done, we're good. It created a deficit in lead gen and, and business. And so now I pointed my focus there and all of a sudden that became successful. And that's probably going to cause you a deficit in recruiting. And they're gonna come back around. This is just a constant, my employees are always like, when are we going to stop changing? And I'm like, when we're done being a business. Right. But it's going to yeah. Ryan, I'm sorry, man. You're hitting on all kinds of stuff that we hit on with. It, yeah. I want you guys to hear this guy. This is someone from another industry. Mm -hmm. And we talk about this with, with our guys in, in plumbing power couples who are growing their business, that you're change, this is change. It's got to constantly change. For you to win, for you to succeed, um, you've you got to constantly be changing and moving and changing. And your employees aren't going to be comfortable with that. So they're going to ask you, when are we going to, why is this, you know, and just, hey, as soon as we stop being a business. You know, as soon as I stop paying right. you a paycheck, <laughs> you know, what? You yeah, know? I like this from Nick right here. I like this, like, it's like a revolving door hiring nearly everyone walks in the door. It takes 30 people before one sticks. They're actually good. We, we hire people and lose them. Um, so again, this, this requires a shift of focus and honestly a, we'll call this like a, a bit of faith that if I do the, if I do good things, there's actually a movie. What is that? Uh, my name is Earl. Right? My, You're going to go out and do good things and people come back to me, right? Yeah, yeah. I've done bad things all my life, but bad stuff's happening. So I'm going to go out and do good things and hopefully karma will come back. And part of that really is with your employees. If you turn your focus and say, this is my the people I care the most about, I will figure out how to, you're not going to give them everything like you would give little kids. You're not going to give them all the candy, but you're going to give them enough good things that will allow your engine of employees, you a, a strong team trumps a strong idea every day of the week. Yes, You have to build a strong team. In order to do that, you do as a business owner have to take and set your focus and say, I'm going to figure out who my target is. For me, I'll give you a great example in my world, I hire a lot of, I'll call them underdogs. Maybe you've seen the movie Moneyball. I'm yeah. gonna hire yeah. people who get us on. So I'm gonna hire people. I don't want the person who graduated from the best college. I want the person who graduated from the JC or maybe some of you dropped out of college. I want to hire the person that everybody says no to. And, and what's going to happen is they come with a bit of a chip on their shoulder that they want to prove to me mm -hmm. why this isn't that I'm going to, but then I have to change. Now I'm going to do more training and more mentoring. Right. And, and yeah, that, that requires a different work, but now I'm solving a different problem of cool. I got, I mean, I'm, I'm a software company with like 80% moms. And even at the management level, I've got a team of people who've never done what we're doing here. And, I could sit and complain of going, why don't they know how to do these things? Or I could say, cool, I, I solved my talent engine. Now I got to solve my training and mentoring engine. What can I do to facilitate this? Mm -hmm. But I can tell you probably the biggest walk away that you can take right off the bat is the idea that that won't work. We're unique. We're different. Yeah. So these things won't work for us. Mm -hmm. Stops you from actually testing and validating ideas. My, my, and, my and town just, is different. Our market's different. Mm -hmm. Isn't it? We talk, Ryan, guys, we even got to how you're recruiting and how great Applicant Pro is. I mean, mm -hmm. just, just this, these are business nuggets of gold. We're mm -hmm. talking just how to succeed in business yep. right here, mm -hmm. Ryan. That, that's but, huge. But to, be honest, but to be honest, we've talked about hiring. We just haven't said the word hiring. Yeah, that's because right. That's right. right. Day, that's, if you really want to be good at this, it really comes down to those things. Figure out what it is that's going to make an employee base that loves you, that loves working for you. It, it usually means you're gonna to have to be different. Uh, it's, this is a product development little framework. You need to be different, unique. Um, you need to be compelling, meaning your differences aren't just make you weird. You're not just a freak, but you wanna be different in ways that tags in to the people you're trying to attract. And it needs to be credible. You, you need to be good on your word. And if you build that 
product as a working for me as a product that I sell out to the community, all the rest of recruiting becomes very easy because you're like, well, if I have a good opportunity of working for me, then we need to write a really good ad that sells it. And we need to advertise Appicum Pro. We can run with that all day long. I can do everything else. My challenge for a lot of my clients is actually the opposite. I give you the platform to use, but then you have a crappy job and you have crappy job ads and you don't give me much to work with. And I, I, and I can only do so much at pushing to so many job boards, making it so easy to apply. But if I'm just putting lipstick on a pig here. Right. If you actually focus <laughs> in on what is a good, what's a good opportunity and how do we write an ad that makes just screams out to this target market of you should come work for us, you will find all the rest of the stuff I can facilitate here, right? Oh, I make Ryan, all of it easy. I'm laughing because I always ask my guys when I hear the complaint on that, I just can't. I just can't find any good help. The first question I always ask guys is, why would anyone want to work for you? You know, why? bingo. Mm -hmm. Why? I mean, what makes answer you so that? Right. If you answer that question, everything else becomes easy. And and it's again, it's withholding that we don't want to be just like everything. And what you do is go to your guys that do work for you and say, why do you stay working for me? Like like the one of the comments on here was, we have thirty people to get one of them to stick. And so we look at the 29 and go, why are those people so bad? Go to the one and say, why did you decide to work for us? <laughs> what is it that they do state? And take those things right there and amplify them, like double down on them. Say, look, if you came to work for us because I gave you 10 days of PTO and you didn't have that before, I'm going to give you 20. I'm going to amplify our weirdness to the point that we stick out like a sore thumb. And what you'll find is you will attract people who love that or crave that when the rest of the market doesn't dare. And that's where you want to be is in the nobody else dare to do this. Which I is what you did with no one, right? Exactly. You know, nobody else I, would dare to do it. They wouldn't do it. In fact, they're, they're, they were dumbfounded by it. You can't, you can't do that. And this is why, and guys, we just had one of, uh, you know, someone made a comment. I've never heard Richard so quiet. I've never seen Richard so quiet. <laughs> and I, and it's perfect. So, Ryan, I got a big mouth. I, I, I'm opinionated, and, you know, and so I'm speaking my word. I'm being quiet here. I'm trying, I'm trying to take it easy here because, Ryan, I, I, want, if, if I, want, I want you to hear someone outside the industry saying these things that we talk about. You, you're hitting right on what, you know, what, what we talk about here all the time about mm -hmm. trying to think differently and I, I hear you know that's the big the big thing is what well, my market's different my guys are different I can't find anybody mm -hmm. I can't I can't I can't I can't we try to, we talk about you got to be different all these things I love hearing you that, that you're saying these things and you, you, you don't come from the plumbing industry mm -hmm. so that's why that's my rant okay I, I love yep. hearing, hearing you say those things, Ryan. No, I, I think it's, so I, I actually had a plumber come out. I had a service call come out the other day, like my house was jacked up. The, the main line going into my, my, uh, my home, they hadn't sealed it right. And we had to go and cut it up and put a, put an L in it. And he brought out these massive like clamp tools to clamp it down. I sat and watched him struggle with clamping these clamps onto the pipe. Um, I'm like, isn't there like a better tool for this that you're using? He's like, yeah, but it's super expensive. And so, and so he's sitting there just like, arduously trying to clamp this stuff down and i'm like man why doesn't this guy's boss buy him a better tool already because look at how hard this is to do and how much time he's spending doing it um and so you look at some of those things where it's well i mean it is what it is it just it, how it works this is what we do but some of those little things start adding up and if that is you know our benefits if that is our pto if that is being on call that stuff starts to add up over time um and so if you look at again i i there's a book I read a long time ago about 
called borrowing brilliance. And, and so you need to do the opposite of copying people, which really would be copying ideas from far outside the space and saying, how might we use this idea to, to solve this problem? Um, but it does require right off the bat willingness to just like to be open to something new, to, to brainstorm an idea. Um, and I'm with you, Richard, you can't shut me up. Any of your guys can call me anytime and be like, I want to brainstorm how software can work for plumbing. And I'll go off on, I don't care what it looks like. Because business ideas are like, they're like forces of nature. Yes. They just are what they are, regardless of what area you're in. Mm-hmm. Customer experience is customer experience. There may be different tools that you use, but the, the concept is a eternal truth. It ain't about plumbing, change. guys. It ain't about plumbing. It ain't about plumbing. Yeah, just business, so, so. business 101, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You steal the ideas and you look at what matters. And what matters is a great customer experience and knowing the customer. And hiring is just the same. It's just a great employee experience. If the, employee, if the experience of an employee working for you um, makes them feel cared about, makes them feel heard, makes them feel understood, that they know you care about them um, enough to do what's right, even if it's at your detriment, you will find those people will refer friend after cousin mm-hmm. after coworker back to you mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Oh, but that requires a level of faith that karma will pay you back. And honestly, one of the, the big one I said, there was one, which is you have to be willing to try it. And two, you have to be willing to not let failure make you switch back. You're still <laughs> going to have one of those mm-hmm. guys that, that you did a good job for who quits. Right. And you can't yep. let – I always tell my team, I'm like, there's a level of evil that goes on in this world that I just have to be comfortable with mm-hmm. because if I try to stop it, it will harm all the good. Yes. If I try to lock down the ability for any employee to leave me, what will happen will, will restrict me from finding really good people. So I want to know the risk. I want to mitigate some of it, but there is just, I can't let one bad employee make me hate all employees. Mm-hmm. I can't make one bad fire or one bad hire make me hate all of it. I just mm-hmm. have to move forward, learn from it, and, and move forward with a positive attitude that it will work out, mm-hmm. it will pay off, sure, that right. what I'm doing, like, I'm making a difference in the world, and that it's not always going to be perfect, and I just need to learn and move forward. Mm-hmm. But if we dwell on those, and we dwell on the negativity, and we make it make us believe that it won't work, you're right. It's not exactly. going to work. Right. Is it? We look at the bad. You can't get wrapped up in the bad. You know, yeah. and our thing we're going through, like right now, some of our, we're going through a slow season. And so, I mean, I got guys... You know, kind of panicking a little bit. The phone stopped. Really well, it's, you know, it's, it's tax time. You know, my, my marketing's not working. I need more. This this guy, you know, we find you can't. You got to go with it. You got to stay with it. You can't let the, the the you know life that does happen throw you off what is working. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it, that's yeah. just amazing. For, for us, in fact, the answer might be to double down on things where you pulled back. You know, we ran our company. We're a hiring company. We've now ran it through two recessions, right? Yeah. And when a recession happens, everybody stops hiring. Right. And everybody pulls back. I don't want to be a hiring software guy in a recession with high unemployment, no jobs. Like, that's a terrible place to be. So everybody pulls back. They pull their money back. They pull uh, going to trade shows back. They pull all this stuff back and say, we're just going to button down the hatches and wait out the storm. And, and the right thing to do during that is you double down. You, that's like the time Definitely. to win business. Yeah. It's not the mm-hmm. time to do business. So you dig out there in your customers and say, you're not spending on, what are you spending money on? What else can we be offering? Who is being underserved in this market? Because when everybody pulls back, it creates a vacuum. And I want to be the guy who steps into the vacuum, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah, got to get online reviews from employees just like you do with customers. Yes, because this is just marketing. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Hiring is just marketing. And so exactly. if you treat your employees well, you ask them to leave reviews, that amplifies it in the same way that you want customer referrals. We want employee referrals. Mm -hmm. um, all of this stop patterns. I, I, what I usually get is when I explain it all down, like I was just at an auto dealer conference talking about this. And they're like, all this stuff was like right in front of me. How, how did I miss it? I'm like, well, because you said it was something different when it's really the same. And so, you know, to us at Applicant Pro, we're like, just listen to our methodology and our platform. We're going to help you facilitate all this, but it does require being willing to, to accept that it could be good. It could work out. There really mm -hmm. are good people out there. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I guess you should stop being in the plumbing business and pick a different business to be in if you really believe there's no plumber. Mm -hmm. Right. Why would they keep banging their head that wall? Right. Mm -hmm. But then in that business, they have the same issues. I, you know, every, every business has the same. Mm -hmm. These are the same issues. You know, so. So I love, one of the comments just popped up. One of the comments just popped up was I end up letting them go for tardy absenteeism. Yep, that's um, Nick. Yep. period of time. Let's go. Hey, Nick. I'd love to pick their list of qualified applicants. So we talked about a, a little bit about this before you and I did. Uh, so you have two options of how you run about hiring. If you have high turnover and you have poor quality of hire, a lot of times we play not to lose. We start restricting down the pool. We start making our job ads sound more difficult. We start um, doing certain things because we're afraid of it. And what actually you should do is the opposite. You need to double down into it and say, well, we need to get better at predicting. And predicting for us is about hiring for, for culture fit and for personality. I want right. to hire good people. I'll character. teach them skills. We'll talk you about that character. Skills all day long. Amen. Yeah. Exactly. But you can't teach character. Right. You can't teach personality. You can't teach character. You can't teach showing up on time to work. You can't teach personal responsibility. That stuff just doesn't get taught. But if you look at your job ad, a lot of times we instantly focus on real qualifications. Do you know how to do X? Right. Do you know how to do Y? And so I tend to go the opposite. I want to pull down the qualifications, but use, say, an assessment. Uh, we use assessments heavily where we're looking at, at personality and character type assessments. Say, I want to hire really good people. And then I'll figure out how to teach them. Because online courses or training or mentoring or education is way cheaper than trying to teach somebody to have character. And what you'll actually find again, like if you look at, if you say experience is a premium, then hiring inexperienced people is a huge open market space of people. You'll just have to now solve the, how do we teach them problem? Right. But trust me, it's way easier to teach people how to do stuff than it is to teach them character or work ethic or personal responsibility. You can't teach that stuff. <laughs> not, not a life saving life. Oh man, that's so good. Well, Ryan, I, we get, um, I guess I'm going to say, yes, Applicant Pro just sounds so expensive. Can I bring up the money thing? It or, must I, be I mean, ridiculous. This must be really expensive and there's no way. It's just me and I just have, it's me and a truck, Ryan. I, I can't afford, <laughs> I can't afford what sure, you're talking sure. about. Yeah, so, so there's a couple different ways to go about building a business like what we built. The normal way is you, you try to target really big businesses because they pay you a lot of money, right? right? And so you go and you do that. And that means most of our competitors don't want to deal with a five, 10, 20 employee company because they say you're not worth their time, right? And so they, they look at it and they're like, you don't use it enough, you're not worth our time and, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so we look at the opposite way. And, and because I'm a small business guy and I'm a contrarian, I go with the opposite. I'm like if you're saying that these people aren't worth your time then that tells me that's where I should be. Mm -hmm. And so instead the way we've done it is we've said, look, we want actually when we built the system, we started with a price point. We're like, this needs to be cheap. And in order to make it cheap, we're gonna to have to figure out all the rest. We're gonna to have to figure out how to, when we started, 
our competitors took six months to roll out a new client. And, and we can roll out a client in a couple hours. Hmm. And, wow. and so that was our, but they had no incentive to do it because they sold to really big companies hmm. and who would pay a giant setup fee. And so we actually went the opposite approach and said, we're going to sell this to small guys, no matter what anybody tells me, which means our price point needs to be affordable. It needs to be, you know, under a couple hundred bucks a month, or nobody's going to be able to do this. Nobody's going to be willing to do it. And so we instead went the opposite route and said, we're going to set our price point, And then we're going to figure out how to make a manufacturing line just think of it about this like Henry Ford. He said, I want a car in every driveway. Mm. I want to make an affordable car. And so the way he did that was by saying it's going to be the same car over and over and over again. You can have whatever color you want as long as it's black. Right. right? right. And so we take the same approach of going, well, if we sell to a whole bunch of plumbers, then we know we can give them an out-of-the-box solution that is customized for plumbing. So we already know the jobs. We know the job keywords that work. We know the ads that work. We know the type of person we're targeting, a lot of this stuff. So we can reduce the amount of customization, which is expensive, but we can actually increase the value to the end customer because we specialized inside of this niche. We've got our, my sales rep, Jessica. She's just yeah. crushing She's it on plumbers awesome. all day long. She is, she is mm-hmm. awesome. She doesn't need to ask you about your business. She actually probably knows it as well as you do when it comes to hiring. Mm-hmm. Over time, her knowledge goes through the roof. The system starts to evolve. We're out of the box. We're rolling out a plumbing type hiring solution mm-hmm. that allows us to not have setup fees. It allows us to have an immense amount of knowledge that you're actually buying. You're buying our software, but let's be honest. What you're buying is my innovation and my team's knowledge around mm-hmm. from our customers. When you've got yep. 6,000 companies that are all small and mid-sized companies, we got a ton of knowledge here that we wouldn't have if we went upstream. And so by constraining it low and sticking in these niches, um, that allows us to have price points that are a couple hundred bucks a month. And where we're really looking at saying, look, if if you would just listen to us, it makes it way cheaper. It it actually is expensive for some of these bigger clients who won't listen to us because we're like, you're constantly complaining about you needing more job boards. It's because you won't rewrite your ad. You have a terrible ad. You just won't listen to us. And with your smaller guys like you guys, it makes it much easier to say, do you trust us that we know what we're doing? Awesome. If you'll... implement this and prove me wrong. Like I know it's going to work, but if you'll trust that some of this stuff will work, then we can give you out of box solutions at a much cheaper price that work because we validated them in this services type space. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, so that's how we constrain this down where, where there's not really a setup fee where we can get it rolled out in you know days, literally like you could have jobs up and live tomorrow. You could that's have applicants awesome. flowing right away. We're going to give you step-by-step stuff and saying, look, we need to connect this with your Facebook page. We need you to create a couple logins and say Craigslist or something like that. We need to to create some of these pieces, but we'll tell you exactly. We need to link from your website, but we'll tell you exactly what to do. I mean, I'll even write the emails for you to give to your web guy because yeah, that's it is awesome. for yeah. us. It's, it's a replication thing. This is just right. the Model T. Mm-hmm. As long as you're willing to to take our approach that we know works, then suddenly we're not we're not reinventing the wheel every time, and that's how you maintain price. And, and yet still have high quality. Right. And, and that's just been a dedication from our side that we said we want to target. It, or even right now, a lot of companies are going upstream and you can talk to my team here and they're like, Ryan's trying to drag us to under 100 employees. He's trying to find out the solution mm-hmm. for those companies that are 10 to 100 because mm-hmm. I know what works for them and nobody wants them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if they do, the jack- there's more, there's more of those. 
There's yeah. way more but of those. But let's be honest, here in America, that is the engine of the economy. Absolutely. The future 500 employee companies are these guys that are 10 and 20 and 30 employees, mm -hmm. and the, the success rate is very low because nobody's helping them. Mm -hmm. and, and so they're just reinventing the wheel over and, and over and over again. So, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so just like, that's why, I mean, we, we got we got hit on to do the big consulting. I mean, there's the big, we know I'm not going to name these companies, but it's, it's ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a month for the, all this stuff, and you don't get, and they're not even necessarily run by plumbers. They come mm -hmm. from the it's business, okay, and it's good stuff. It's good, yeah. but there's nothing. We for couldn't the afford guy. it in the beginning. We couldn't afford it, mm -mm. okay. And okay. I know right. our, our guys need to know this business stuff. So we've made it very almost to where it's so cheap. I got it to where it's like, are you worth it? Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're we're doing all the same stuff that the big consultants are doing. Mm -hmm. I just paired. I just paired exactly it down and made it affordable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And so, that's exactly what we get where people say the same thing. It must not work that good because it's so cheap. How do you offer it that cheap? Right. Look, we like an underdog story. So we would, I want my employees to be underdogs because I know the loyalty it creates when it works. I want my clients to be underdogs. I that's want to go in and, and move. In fact, I don't, I don't get a lot of like, a lot of uh, a value in my life from saying I helped a big giant organization crush. Yeah, amen. Mm -hmm. we, we were the same thing. It yep. made me nothing. Okay, mm -hmm. I can make these bigger bucks and work with this bit. I didn't, but I get, I get. We're, we had a text today from one of our plumbing power couples. One, right? Yeah, one of our plumbing power couples mm -hmm. uh, texted us and tonight. said something nice and then said mm -hmm. that we changed. You know, they, they, they made, they've made some huge they made strides. Some huge strides. Yeah. Made some good money. You know, service mm -hmm. switching from new construction to service mm -hmm. and that's the thing. And it just. And that just hit, hits oh, us. That's why we that's do why this. We do that's that's more meaningful. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's why, guys, why I'm attracted to. When we found, we've been looking. We've been, honestly, we've been looking for a solution. And mm -hmm. I would, I've teamed up with African Pro, but we, um, because we wanted this kind of solution that was affordable, right. that did all the stuff that big companies pay. When we saw the market, we paid big bucks. Mm -hmm. But to get this, that you get at this price with these kinds of things, mm -hmm. and now you've heard, heard the no heart. Brainer. That, that, that all that that works for good. I, mm -hmm. um, that, that's a good thing, mm -hmm. you know. And, and so, you don't have to yeah. worry about it because yeah. our guys don't have time. We do, our guys don't. Right, we don't have time. You don't have to worry about yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And you know, and you just you got to make some change. Like we said, you change things up every once in a while because you can't just have the same. It's like having the same billboard up. You know, after a while they just don't yeah. recognize it. You know, mm -hmm. but so right. you got to do that. But you can do it. So yeah, we want to check this out. I know you're running. Um, you know, you're running a special for for our crew here mm -hmm. okay um if you're listening um, yes i've watching, got the link you got the link up um, it, a 30-day free trial pinned yes. okay mm -hmm. yep. and um you know so you can type demo you can type demo in the comments you can type demo d-e-m-o as in demonstration there we go demo in and the comments so if link. you're listening to the podcast mm -hmm. what is it www.applicantpro.com forward slash mdp as in million dollar plumber trial <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so check out. I mean, there's no hard. These guys aren't hard. So look at it. He's a nice guy. He's a nice you know, guy. Jessica is I mean, there's, there's no hard push here. That's right. But for basically about a hundred bucks, mm -hmm. guys, you can't afford not to do it. If you're not doing it, if you're not constantly, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. Well, you, it's, I think it goes. I, I'm not gonna go there, but you're gonna die. Okay, it's a no-brainer. Mm -hmm. This is a no-brainer. It is a no-brainer. You know, so get out and there. I know we didn't get into how easy, really easy, this is, and your process, and how you walk it through. You we know? will have him back on. You know, we'll have him we're, back uh, on. We're gonna have Ryan back yeah. on. There's well, a lot of people here. Again, a lot of that stuff gets really, really, again, part of why I do it clearly is very similar to you. I, I like the underdog story. I like lifting that up. But the, the other piece is a lot of the stuff that I come to the table with is stuff that those bigger companies are afraid to implement. So we almost need some people that are like, hey, my back's against the wall. I, I don't I don't know how else to do this except for try something different. I'm like, 
That's my guy right there. Cool. I, Brian, I take guy. that. <laughs> oh, Ryan. I love you, brother. Because that's exactly I can talk this yeah. when I talk with take all my personal private or private clients. I'm looking for desperation. Are they, do they feel yeah. a little desperate? Do I hear some desperation, but still have fight in them? I'm willing to do what you just tell me what to right. do, and I'll do it, coach. Mm -hmm. But they have to have, right. I'm, I'm a little desperate. Because if they're just comfortable, they're not going to do the, the things that, that needs to be done. Okay? It's true. Yeah. And so I love uh -huh. that you said yeah, that. And that's, yeah, that's really it. Yeah, and, and that's why I'm looking for because I got, I mean, we've got the programs just like you do. We, we know what you do or what you can do that's different. But it does require, like you said, desperation but hunger. Where you're yeah. like, I want to solve this problem, but I'm just, I don't know what else to do or well, where else to go, where we can go, cool, how about we try something different? Let's try the exact opposite of what everybody's doing. Let's let's stop doing on-call. Let's break this job in half mm -hmm. and do two separate jobs. Let's, let's do some of these things that sound crazy, but because we don't have anything to lose, really, our, our, our employee base is small. It's not going to blow up our whole company by trying something different. We can create right. a new job and test it out. We can tell our team we're testing it. And you're small, and what if so you works? can move quick. You can move. It doesn't work yeah. out. You move next, you know, next month. You do you have to change, change. Right. And you so, yeah, for us, you know, I, I just don't have the patience to try to steer a, a big ocean liner, right? So I kind of want to find some guys who want to run and wave runners around. I can be like, hey, let me jerk on that steering wheel a little bit here and let's, let's see go. what happens. That's right. Happens. <laughs> <laughs> And if you'll give me that, that ability to experiment or that willingness to try some of our things, then we find they work. And trust me, if they don't work tomorrow, I'm going to have a new iteration on it. Mm -hmm. And again, in the same way that I just preached to you guys, where I said, you know, what makes you powerful in your market space is that you as the CEO understand these customers. Well, that's also why you want to work with me and not ADP. Because trust me, you're never going to meet the CEO of ADP or a product mm -hmm. person, or you're never going to meet anybody or at ZipRecruiter or any of those guys. Or indeed, but do I'll come and take you out to lunch and we'll nail down this problem and we'll solve it. I'll get on the phone. You can call me or text me because to me, I'm not solving your problem. I'm solving this entire group of underserved, small, struggling plumber groups that are trying to figure out mm -hmm. the solution to it. Right. And inside of that solution is a nugget that that will drive some differentiation, something that's that's unique. And, and to me, something that's interesting because I solved a problem for somebody. Mm -hmm. I yeah. solved a problem that nobody else could solve. I solved a problem that nobody else wanted to solve or nobody else right. dared to solve. Mm -hmm. And those are the good ones. I, I just respond very differently. You tell me it can't be done. Like, give me that project. Uh, I'm all it. over that project awesome. all day long. Um, cool. But again, like, you know, we, we back up our stuff as far as like um, contract wise. We're not signing long-term contracts. Even if you pay for a year, you can back out any time. We'll give you our money back. We stand behind what we're doing. Because at the end of the day, if it's not working, A, we don't want you paying us money if it doesn't work. Yeah, and B, we want to know it's not working so we can fix it. Right. Like, that's just not what we want. What we mm -hmm. want to do is we want to know that if you give us money, you're getting value. In fact, to me personally, it's I want to make sure that the value is so high that you can never say that, it, that, that I did anything wrong. Mm -hmm. It's okay. such an application of return that you could never say, well, Ryan, you know, he gave us like $100 of value for 100 bucks. It's going to be right. 1000 or right. Or I don't want your money. Well, there's a and lot. So, that, I know there's a lot, and there's so much there. We haven't even covered it. And, mm -hmm. and Ryan, you know, we're about running out of time here. But will you, will you come back on again? Will you, mm -hmm. Can we have you back anytime on anytime you want? Time? Yep, and we'll, we'll sure. get into some details here. But right. I want to drive everybody, you know, yes. to type demo in the comments. Demo. Or, you know, we got the link to, to mm -hmm. the site as well. Okay. Yes, we and do. So, but we're going to have on, you know, guys. This is a no-brainer. Mm -hmm. So, hey, it Ryan, thank no you for brainer. all your time. I know you're busy. 
And uh, thank, thank you for your time you spent with us. Great, uh, great stuff. Nuggets of gold, as I call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, thanks for being on, man. For sure. Okay. All thanks right. a lot. Thanks Take so care, much. man. Look forward to seeing right. you again. Yep. All right. There we go, Mr. Ryan Kohler. Mm-hmm. All right. Founder, president, applicant pro. Hey, guys, it's a no-brainer. Just do it. It's just it's a no-brainer. No okay. Type demo in the comments mm-hmm. or go to www.applicantpro.com forward slash MDP mm-hmm. trial. Okay. Hey, it's Patrick. it's a 30-day free trial. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just check it out. All right. It's and for basically a, you know a hundred bucks, you know, it's a cup of coffee a day. All, all right. right. To and be, think about how be, much you struggle over tra- even trying to write an ad, right? right? And what do we say in a, a help wanted ad? Right, it's right. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's a no-brainer. Just mm-hmm. do it. I, if you could listen, just do it. Just, just do, do it. it. All right, I know you're constantly hiring, looking for you know new, new customers, and mm-hmm. you're constantly recruiting. What do we have here, Patrick? Mm-hmm. Back to the drawing board. Need to up my game with Applicant Pro. Mm-hmm. Lots of great nuggets learned today. Awesome. Yeah, that's right, Patrick. Thank you. Thanks, There's Patrick. a smart guy. Okay. He's a smart guy. Plumbing power couple there. Mm-hmm. I know they'll do it. They'll be all over. They're the types. That's oh, why yeah. they're winning. They'll be. Yeah, they expect they a phone call tomorrow. Right. All right. Um, Ryan. Yeah. GB. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, yeah, you do it, guys. And then, I mean, just we didn't even get talking about it. Just listen, go back and listen to what, what he was saying. Mm-hmm. I love it. Someone outside of our industry, if you, some of this stuff sound familiar, mm-hmm. about thinking differently, okay? Right. And as little guys, you got, there's a great opportunity. You just got to think about things differently, yep. okay? And, and that's and why you listen to other podcasts and other things, business things. Just, you'll always pick up little nuggets. Even if it's not uh, plumbing, you'll pick up some nuggets. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there we have it. All yeah. right. So do it. Okay. Just do it. Hey, plumbing okay. pro. Whoops. You know what? Get that guy off. All right. What's that all about? I don't win. Okay. Hold on. Hey, you're saying that, though, type free in the comments to get your free playbook. Okay. Is there a way you can shut that guy up? How to win. Okay. Don't try to close things here. I'm trying to shut that guy up. All right. So, yeah. Who is that guy and how did he get on here? All right. Hey, yeah. Get your free your playbook as well okay that 10 video e-course all right type mm. free in the comments or go to www.freeplaybooknow.com to get that so there's something else free for you mm-hmm. okay also reminder you know type five to subscribe to potty talk live oh, or what yes. you gonna die gonna too die. all right so to be uh you never want to miss an episode like this one so you can mm-hmm. get the uh, notices with, with these episodes and you can go back and look at uh, past episodes yep Tons of gold there. Lots of nuggets of gold there for oh, you. Okay, this was a great one, guys. It was awesome. This is great. You need mm-hmm. to constantly be in a state of recruiting. Okay, yep. you want a culture of now hiring. Mm-hmm. Okay, you need those assets coming in and out. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. But as always, before I do let you go here, Flesh I want to remind this episode. you that you were purposely and wonderfully created. And you were created to do great things. Yes, you were. So, plumb like a champion. Thank you for tuning into Potty Talk Live with Richard Bainey, the million dollar plumber. If you enjoyed this show, share it now. To catch past episodes and get alerts for new episodes, type five in the comment section now. Just do it. And join us again for more tips, techniques, and strategies to help you grow your plumbing business.